welcome to episode 5 of the Brand Social Podcast. In this episode, me and Rube talk about Twisted Wire Rebirth and all things brand buy. Enjoy the show. Hey, lover. Hello, mate. You alright? Yeah, it's a bit weird to be in this seat, isn't it? Yeah. Well, for you, anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the uh, the interviewee. No, not the interviewee, the interviewer. Interviewer, yeah. Tell me your secrets. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's things, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Well, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. But- Oh, proper tired now. Like, I finished work earlier and just like, how are you? Yeah, same boat, mate. Same boat. Fucking shattered. Was well, we were speaking last night, weren't we? I was working till fucking god knows what time. Um, well, I got in at I think I got in at quarter to eleven. Ooh. So yeah, that was hard. And then up at was it up at six? I think I was. Yeah. Um, and then worked at the uh, the other print shop today. That was a fucking long day. Long ass day. Yeah. That was a long day, uh, wasn't it? You shared a few things with me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all right. It's all right. It turned out all right. Um, got a lot of printing done. So yeah. That's the thing, with, you know, with an auto, it's kind of like when it gets going, it's you know we're, we we were running at four hundred pieces an hour. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's insane levels of fucking production. Yeah. But it's you, you know the problem is it, with there at the minute is it's kind of like they don't have, I guess the processes in place to speed everything else up. It's like you know there's bottlenecks everywhere. Mm. Um, you know that they've they've brought somebody else in now, which is pretty cool. Um, and he's okay. there full time, and he's basically going to be kind of in charge of keeping on top of just the screens and shit like that. Like he's helping me yeah. on press because obviously, you, you know, we're not churning out the amount of stuff at the minute where he's where he has to be completely dedicated to being on being in the, in the screen room and reclaiming all that constantly. Yeah. Um, so he's helping me on press, which is you know a real help. Um, and it means you know my boss can get on with the shit he needs to do, like yeah. you know the the important part of actually running the business, um, rather than just being a you know pulling off on on press or standing at the end of the dryer or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it is really helpful and it has helped, but it's just kind of trying to like, um, yeah, I th- I, th- I think the difficult part of it for me anyway is that I've worked kind of on my own like in my own studio for so long that it's kind of like it's quite difficult going and working with other people not in the sense that it's like I'm getting fucking defensive or anything like it's just a completely different way of working it's kind of like you're in same place exactly yeah Yeah. and it's like you know I have my own processes but kind of like implementing that somewhere else that when I've spent so long with my own equipment in my own space with you know my own emulsions and inks and screens and fucking squeegee and fucking whatever have you trying to implement that somewhere else 
is hard enough trying to impl yeah. implement that somewhere else that there's no one else that has any like real screen printing experience but in an auto shop as well and then add on add that on top to the fact that they're a plastisol shop and i'm used to water-based yeah. it's like you know it's it's a massive leap and then also me only being there two days a week yeah. so it's kind of like i don't have like the full control it's kind of like it's, it's a bit of a weird dynamic because it's like if i was there full time i'd go fucking like really balls deep with like you know right this is what we're doing and like you know that and, and, and the guy runs runs the place he's really open um to kind of like implementing changes and stuff which is really fucking cool and it's like and he does listen now so it's like we are heading in the right direction but i just feel that it's kind of like my my role there kind of in what i'm doing on a i guess like a bit part basis is just not quite enough because you know i'm there two days a week but it's like you know the, the he's there five um, six days a week he's there monday right. to saturday and it's like you know those two days it's kind of like yeah it's it's tough man it's tough but we're getting there we'll figure it out and we're even if it's a case of like i train this new guy best as i can and he basically just takes over and i go in and help you know i'm still being paid like yeah, of course i can't really moan and it's like and he's a nice bloke as well like he's interested in screen printing he's particularly interested in water-based which is cool and we've spoken about a fair bit your guy um, then huh your guy yeah i'm still yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not i'm not we're uh we're not ready to add somebody to the team yet it's um yeah yeah anyway um yeah we thought we'd or rather, I thought it'd be a bit of a um, good segue, I guess, between episodes to kind of get you on. Mm. Um, because I, I feel it's a, obviously a bit more relevant now because obviously you've just done Rebirth. Yeah. So, which is, I guess, sort of a relaunch of the brand in a sense. Yeah yeah um and just thought it'd be pretty cool to get you on for a bit of a segue episode to yeah chat about that and all things all things rube all things me <laughs> tell me <laughs> what's your favorite color <laughs> oh it's purple man oh uh, it's a bit fucking dull hey <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna see what we're like now People are going to feel like, and they're going to be like, they're going to be listening like. <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Tuned in for educational purposes. <laughs> just me in a corner getting fucking beaten by you. Like. I wouldn't go that far. Beaten with words, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because, you're, mean, because you're fucking illiterate. You know, sticks and things. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh God, was this a good idea? No. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh. You just made me realise that I want my drink. Oh right, fair enough. Your your can of monster at ten to eight at night. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm getting better. I'm not drinking so much recently, which is probably why I'm fucking sleeping all the time, to be honest. Yeah. But... I mean the amount the amount of that you drink, there's no surprise you shit yourself yesterday. Mate. We're not gonna like. We're not gonna go into this on the podcast, Darcy. I'm not 
here to talk about my fucking bowels. All right. <laughs> this is just this is my opportunity to shame you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm already like, like internally, I'm like, what, what else are you gonna say? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, so I thought it'd be cool to, you know, for us to have a bit of a chat and yeah. me to ask you a few questions, like, you know, just about kind of like why. I guess why you did rebirth and kind of why you wanted to do, I guess, a little bit of a a relaunch, I guess. Um, how Twisted Wire's going, what the future plans are, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, so what's rebirth about? So oh, so rebirth is what it is in the name. This rebirth of the brand. There's a few different a few different reasons why I actually went down the route of going, actually giving it a you know giving it a rename uh, not a rename but like a revamp sort of thing, and I guess the main reason was because it just things weren't things just weren't running the way that I wanted them to do a few months ago. Well, going uh, sort of going from last year into this year, and um, they just weren't you know things weren't working like you know we never posting on socials you know, like responding late to emails and stuff. And, you know, it was just, it, it the brand just didn't have a nice feel to me. Uh, for it. The brand just didn't have a nice feel to it, to me anymore. Um, mm. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of negativity tied to it. Um, with everything that happened at the start of this year, um, it just sort of threw me out mentally and threw, all the, st- threw the stability out of the brand. Um, until it just got to a point where it was like, so to to put like a bit of context into what I'm saying, um, we uh, we signed with um, a marketing agency. Um, I think it was like the start of October last year, um, you know, with promises of this, that, and you know, the yeah. other. Um, and it was nothing but lies. They, you know, had nearly 10 grand off me um completely ruined the brand um like fucked all the social medias up um fucked everything for me up um so and, and it was like they were screaming at me for content being like oh it's not working because this is not working because of that and it was just like i can't do anything taking all my fucking money i'm not getting anything back i can't progress anything like it's not like oh i've got like a little bit like i've lit you've literally not even left me a fucking pennies here so rebirth was the whole idea of just sort of i guess sort of giving it sort of starting like a new brand but keeping the name and the logo and the general idea so obviously it was like i'm wearing one of my old t-shirts now um like predominantly like like i don't really want to say i don't really want to say like traditional tattoo inspired because it was more like a bit of my sort of twist on the traditional style but it yeah. was predominantly tattoo-inspired clothing brand, um, and it just wasn't why. That's just not why I started the brand. You know, I started it to be what it is now, which was I've I've gone more down streetwear, like sort of, yeah, like sort of like streetwear. Do you, so on that then? Do you kind of feel like you got a bit, I guess, distracted or maybe, I guess, influenced by other brands out there that were kind of like because obviously you you said you didn't want to do like the whole traditional kind of tattoo inspired stuff and everything 
Yeah. But I think like the older wire stuff obviously kind of did go down that route a little bit. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's I started down that route because that was the only route that I knew. You know, I mean, I come up from starting as, you know, like just posting selfies to, you know, snowballing into becoming a micro-influencer, to, you know, even, you know, just further snowballing to becoming like a legitimate model and a freelance model. And and it was all mainly tattoo-inspired stuff that I was working for. You know, like the few alternative brands like Killstar and stuff like that. But it was all mainly, you know, like your bad Mondays and, and whatever. So that's what I knew. You know, so I, I didn't sort of know how to start a streetwear brand. I know it's, I know it might sound a bit silly, but, you know, like I knew what worked in that particular order. So I started as a, you know, just sort of print on the front, print on the back, tattoo-inspired stuff. And then I knew that I eventually wanted to kind of segue over into streetwear sort of, sort of, sort of stuff. But um, it was just sort of trying to find how to get there and how to sort of make that transaction uh, transition sorry you know like i was very twisted wire was very very nearly at the end of its road um at the beginning uh, at the beginning of this year which i don't think a lot of people know i was really i just lost so many battles to it uh, so many battles to it just unnecessary things that had happened and it was sort of like shit this is really you know this is my dream and this is dying now so rebirth was the whole idea of being like no fuck that it's not dying it's coming back it's stronger than ever you know we're you know we're doing the utmost we can to make it the best possible brand that it is it was the eventual stage of me i guess sort of taking control of everything again and having everything put back into my hands yeah Um, i mean it it gets to a stage where it's like it's a rock and a hard place isn't it it's yeah, you know, yeah. there's you, you just get stuck. I wasn't happy with the designs I was putting out. Um, I wasn't happy with I was originally, but it just got to the point where everything just it was like stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start to the point where I was yeah, just like, yeah. I don't even like what I'm printing anymore. Like it's just yeah. You know. Did you and ever then, uh, kind of at that stage, did you ever like really consider throwing in the towel though? Um, and just calling it a day with twisted wire or or is it kind of more you were going on a bit of a sabbatical um i guess it was a sabbatical yeah i mean i didn't the thing is like i didn't take that as that wasn't an option at the time and i never i never actually stopped you know I, i never actually stopped with the brand uh, you know there was never there was never one time where i was like okay like you know the website needs to go off or anything apart from yeah, yeah. when when it was the world of the rebirth and i purposely took everything off um yeah that, that that's kind of kind of what i'm getting at that we did it ever get to kind of a stage where it was kind of like you decide i'm i'm not talking like you, you know because we all have days where it's like oh it's shit what's the fucking point all this blah blah, blah. but do yeah, you kind of have like an extended period of time where it was just like i'm just going to shut the website down i'm just going to get rid of the stock and uh, just fucking call it a day because it's like you know obviously when you were in that that mindset and it's kind of like you get stuck in the it's not working nothing yeah. i'm doing is working yeah. and it's you know it's fucking tough man like you know yeah. it's really fucking tough like i've been in the in the same boat it, you know luckily 
I mean, from my point of view, luckily I've di- I've diversified quite a bit in terms yeah. of like our income, and like you know, start up the print business and also do like design and illustration and stuff like that. So it's kind of like I've got a few <clears throat> more strings to my bow. But I yeah. think you you obviously pinned a lot of hopes on Twisted Wire. But yeah, no, I I, I get it when when it gets tough like that, and you are, you know, you're a solo operator sort of thing. You're a solo operator, sole operator. Um, it's really fucking hard. Like, you know, for for an extended period, I had Nick's with me and she was kind of doing all the admin side of things and she was doing the orders and everything. But then when it started to dip, like, and orders weren't coming in as regularly and stuff like that, and we weren't actually earning money off the brand. It was just kind of more paying for itself. It was kind of like, well, there's no there's no real need to have two people on board. So obviously yeah. she understandably kind of went and did her own thing and earned <clears throat> money. Like with, she went and retrained yeah. um, and set up her own business in the end, which is really fucking awesome. But yeah. that kind of period of time was like, it was really fucking like lonely, mm. you know? And yeah. like, you know, I don't really want to get onto the kind of, you know, the, I guess the mental health side, which I don't want to, I don't want to make this whole kind of episode about that, but it is a massive part of it is a part, yeah. being being a brand owner in. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, being a human being in today's age is 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 a massive topic of discussion. But in terms of being a brand owner, it's a massive topic topic of discussion because everybody, every brand owner that we've spoken to, pretty much is a solo operator or sole operator. I keep fucking saying solo operator, hand solo <laughs> operator. And, you know, it can be really fucking lonely at times. Mm. And I know when we spoke to Jamie, he mentioned that as well. And he was kind of like, when I, you know, I mentioned that it's like, hopefully we're going to be bringing somebody in, like hopefully in the not too distant future when things pick up a bit more and stuff, um, which I'm sure they will. And that will happen. But it's like, you know, if you're spending fucking, you know, eight, nine, 10 hour days in a fucking unit and just printing all day or you're fucking doing content or fucking marketing or fucking email fucking newsletters or or whatever it's kind of like it can get a bit or it can get a lot fucking lonely but when you're doing it for an extended period of time it's like i quite enjoy like my solitude i like Mm -hmm. spending time with myself yeah like you know I, yeah. you know, I enjoy my own company. That's what I'm trying to say. And it's not in a, you know, a narcissistic way or anything like that. It's just, I'm, I'm comfortable with myself. No, um, and yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people aren't, I guess that, that <clears throat> to segue to my actual question is kind of like, you know, during that period when kind of like things were really fucking tough, and things weren't going to plan and everything. Was there, I guess, any refuge that you could take in terms of like any encouragement from the brand? Or was there anybody, any any person in particular, any brand you looked up to and stuff and went, all right, they're doing that. And kind of you focused your energy onto a certain part of the business to in order to push that. I mean, I think there obviously is because that's what's kind of led to you doing rebirth and doing a relaunch yeah. of the brand and that's kind of what i want to talk about is kind of what led you to this stage 
not the reason, not your personal reasons behind it, but the actual inspiration behind it. Do you see what I mean? There's a few. There's there's a few. There's a few things. Um, I mean, mate, I won't like butt around it. You've been a massive fucking help. Um, I mean, that, that's what that's more what I was getting at. I, I know that's what you were getting at. But <laughs> 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 like, nothing about you. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, mate, you. you it's about me, Ruben. It's about me today. <laughs> <laughs> you really really helped when i was like on the floor fucking thinking how on earth can this get any worse and you're texting me being like Oi, what are you up to honestly though mate like the, the days that i was like really really bad like having you text me and being like you know like just calling me summer or you know being intentionally sarcastic like, or something and just being yourself was really fucking was loads mate was was fucking loads you know like you know if i needed to chat or anything you were there um just on, just on, on everything man on advice and being a mate it was like really really fucking handy having you about i've i've now just discovered a feeling which i haven't had since before i launched the brand you know yeah. just just a like a, a real fucking <clears throat> fiery sort of i'm getting this this is mine and mm. I'm, I'm gonna have this shit it's gonna go my way now um yeah and I sort of like, I couldn't, well, I wanted to bring that attitude into the brand. And I want and I sort of done that by, I mean, you helped me loads of the designs. Um, and it, but it was sort of like put in that attitude of, no, fuck you, we're here now. Into like, into the designs, into everything else, into Rebirth, into the launch, into the website, into the content, into, into everything. Um, and yeah, and, and it was just sort of um, like once I discovered that in myself, it was like, okay, well, I'm onto a winner now, aren't I? Because you know, like nothing's going to stop me now. Yeah, like, this, you know, this this is the way it's going to be, and I'm going to push for it. And I'm going to fight for it. My mentality is: is if you really, really fucking believe in mm-hmm. what you're doing, then it's fucking worthwhile doing. And like, you know, when, when the going got tough with Downcast, like me and me and Nick sat down and had like a, a long chat and everything. And she was like, you know, what what exactly do you want to do? Mm. Like, what do you do you want to push Inky Cow more? Do you want to push Downcast more? Like, you know, and that's it's it's a really kind of tough realization to come to that something you've started and something you've been doing for so long isn't working anymore. Mm. and like i'm i'm you know like i'm never gonna quit downcast because i love it and it's i i guess sort of for me it's become a little bit of a passion project um yeah. in the sense that it's like you know it's, it's not my full-time job mm. so i i can't as of now i can't call it my career my print businesses or my my screen printing in general is that's my trade yeah um Whereas the brand is like, it's what I love. And yeah, I love screen printing, but I don't love printing for fucking nightmare clients. And, you know, in, in the world of printing, you get a lot of them and you have to deal with them. But with the brand, it's kind of just like, I can do what I want to fucking do. And I can kind of express myself as, you know, as, as an artist and an illustrator, because that's what I was before I was a screen printer. Mm. Um, and that's kind of obviously where, well, not kind of, that's where the um, the ideas for the designs and everything come from and stuff. So that's, that's never going to stop. Mm. 
it's kind of like it's just become less of a focus in my life and I feel that for me that's been really really healthy yeah. um because I was so 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 intent on <laughs> just turned into the queen there for a second um I, w- I was so intent on focusing all of my energy with the brand that I feel it it, it affected the brand negatively probably yeah. because I mean, it affected, you know, my working relationship with the brand pretty negatively because it turned into work. Yeah. And well, whilst, you are the brand, aren't you? Everything you do is a reflection of it. Yeah, of course it is. But it, it, I think when, when we were doing really, really well um, and, you know, we, we still do all right, but there was a period of about a year when we kind of just fucking boomed yeah and it hasn't quite gotten back to that level but during that period it was kind of it was it 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 was stressful but it wasn't like a good stress because no no, it, it really fucking wasn't because it was like it was constant pressure and that's never been what the brand has been about for me it was kind of like the brand has always been a means for it, for me to express my creativity, try new printed styles, fucking print on awesome garments and to do it in a really fucking sustainable way. But when we were, you know, when we had this big boom and all that, it was kind of like the pressure was to get new shit out there, do fucking big restocks and all this. And it was kind of just like it turned into like a job rather than a passion. Um and it's kind of, you know, now it's gone back to being a passion. It's kind of like, you know, I'm not doing massive drops of fucking 20 plus products and stuff on my own and fucking having to organize fucking photography and, and shit like that. It's kind of just like I'm doing it in my own time at my own pace. Do you not just and, think the, to interrupt you quickly, do you not just think that's the, um, the psychological effect of money? It's literally been no, no, because, no, because it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't about, the money necessarily it's like yeah all right it was nice to earn off the brand mm. but i don't know it's kind of just like for me it's like now like for instance we're not running any ads we don't mm. do any digital marketing yeah so the people that i know are coming to us or coming are coming to us organically mm. and that's a better feeling seeing someone's name pop up like on an order and they've ordered three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten times before and it's fucking that's like the best feeling in the fucking world yeah like the person that's come and bought a pair of socks and i'm never gonna see again like you know as, as i said to um uh jack on episode one it's kind of like i'm grateful for every customer we get but the ones that really, really matter to me and the ones that kind of like give me that fucking buzz and make me want to keep doing it are the ones that keep coming back. And luckily yeah. we have like a really fucking loyal customer base um, who do keep coming back. And it, you know, it doesn't earn fortunes, but it kind of, it just keeps the brand alive. And mm. that's just what I want to do. Like, you know, if it got to a stage where it's kind of like, okay, we've got an opportunity to push this again, I probably would because I'm in... I'm in a better state state of mind mm. um, compared to what I was when that all happened, and you know, it's I'm I'm more experienced. 
I've yeah. been through it once. I'm a, I'm a more experienced printer. I'm more experienced, experienced in fucking stock control. I'm a more experienced designer. Yeah. And I'm more experienced with, you know, liaising with customers and shit like that. So it's like, you know, if it happened again, I'd, I, I would do it all differently. But I would probably do a lot of it the same as well. And it's kind of, you know, keeping that, I guess, that passion there. It's like, because that's the whole reason we fucking start brands, isn't it? Well, that's the whole reason most of us start brands. Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a lot of people out there that start brands just to try and earn money. Well, I mean, and I think they fall flat on their a, face most of the time. Yeah, I mean that that was a big that was one of the big things of lockdown, wasn't it? Just and we mm -hmm. spoke about that a few times. Just the fact that you know, I mean, hundreds, possibly maybe even thousands of brands that have started in lockdown that are just like banana. Yeah, the the majority of them all disappeared, mm. and it's kind of like you know, there's when when we started the pod, obviously we talked about like, oh, what brand should we get on? And I had like loads of brands on my list and loads of brands that I'd been actively talking to. And a lot of them were started by tattoo artists. Mm. And obviously they went back to their day jobs when they could. Yeah. And the yeah. brands fell flat on their faces. But they were really fucking good brands. And it was like, I understand that obviously, you know, they've got their full-time career. It's fair enough. But it was kind of, like, it was just a bit of a shame to see them go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> I've gone off on one of my tangents, Rube. No, you're all right, mate. Keep it going. Help. Help. Keep, going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. No, but this is, this is about you. Yeah, it's fine. You can talk as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to make this episode about your... Uh, Downfall. I guess pre... No, not... No. That's not what I was going to say. About your previous, uh, I guess, career path as yeah. an influencer. But yeah, I'm just getting a bit bored of talking about Twisted Wire. Oh, you're fucking hell. <laughs> you want me to get naked? What do I do, Darcy? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please, sir. Yes, please. I know you can see that. Come on in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's watching anymore. Just, just the sound of you getting undressed. The, just the the belt buckle sound. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, yeah. So, just wanted to kind of touch on it a little yeah. bit, and I guess because you you still have a pretty sizable following, because obviously we we worked with you for. A, for a period of time and i know you yeah. work with a lot of big brands and stuff and and you were doing really well for yourself I'm, i mean like the reason why i sort of stopped was just because um i guess like mentally i wasn't in the right headspace there i don't know it was weird man like for a long time i just saw it as a game on my phone you know it was like I, you know, I could sort of run around, do a photo shoot and I'd like you know, get to upgrade to the next level, get more followers and then get to work with other brands. And, you know, it, 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 I saw it all as a game um, and then, you know, went into a bit of a, a weird headspace and I was like, shit, well, you know, and it all sort of got to me really quickly. And it was like, um, before I stopped posting, I had like 80,000 followers and I've lost like 16 um, for like not posting. And it got to me very quickly and I was like, shit, like all these sort of people think they know who I am and they think, you know, and, and it, I don't know, I guess it was a bit of a, an identity crisis, if you want to call it that. 
So I sort of stopped yeah. posting. Obviously, my name used to be uh, Dead Touch. I changed it to Tyrube. You know, I didn't post anything for like eight months. Started to feel slightly better. And then it was just going on to Instagram. And it was just, the, the, you know, that age old thing of, you know, of social media really fucks your head. Changing. Sorry, just to interject, I know you're in your flow there, but do you think just on that then, it's kind of like you were, I guess, addicted to it? Addicted to kind of social oh, media and the kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. The, the, I guess, the hype of the influencer storm and all that? And Yeah, I mean, it was like, I I mean, to tell the truth on how it, on how it really unfolded was um, I messed up a relationship because um, I was literally just always on my phone. Just always, 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 you know, like, trying to trying to get myself out there trying to work with the next company trying to do this that fucking other um and then uh me and me and this girl split and it didn't actually hit me for like three months because i was literally just embedded in my phone i know it sounds a bit like far-fetched but it's literally how it was like there was no outside world there was instagram and that was it for me and then it, it sort of hit me and i didn't really know what to do um and it was like you know, I'd, I'd graduated from working with um, you know, a couple of up and coming brands to, um, you know, like I was on the wave of Bad Monday on their rise up and, um, you know, like went to Killstar, was working with like headphone companies like Jabra and stuff, working with some really cool companies and was just not getting anything out of it. And mm. what, I, what I mean, get, I wasn't getting any satisfaction out of it. You know, the whole, the whole goal was to, you know, was, was to get to this sort of level that, was unreachable because I'd fucked it right at the start. Um, yeah. And I had like a bit of a weird feeling of like, ah, oh, you know, like I'll get there one day, I'll get there one day. And it'll be like, you know, and then this, whatever I'm feeling is going to go away. You know, it's just like, I guess, angst for sort of getting there. And then yeah. when I got there, um, I was just like, the fuck am I doing? I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm here now. Like, where's the rest of it? And it was like, okay, shit. And, you know, and I, and I sort of again, just like spiral, well, spiraled and, and yeah, it was like I'd completely stopped because I was like, oh, you know, I sort of realised what I'd done, you know, messed my relationship up and stuff. And then blames all of that onto influencing and modelling. Um, and then it just all like, it, it just all compiled into a gigantic shitstorm that floored me. So, and then I, I stopped posting and like fast forwarded a bit, fast forward a bit of time, like got my shit together, you know, started brands. And and yeah, and it's 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 just a bit of a weird one. Like I've been I've been dipping my water in, I dipping my toe into the water with Instagram again recently, and it's just, I mean, it's like it's, it's all changed now. Like everything's all reels, and you know, it's not. It, it's like I don't know. I don't get it anymore. Like partly, for, I, I think partly for the reason I don't get it is because I don't want to get it because I don't want to subconsciously yeah. fall into that trap of being. Yeah. Stuck. I mean, even though it would probably be a good thing now because it would just be on only, you know, it would just be on the brand. Yeah, but I get, I get that, and it's like I've fallen into uh, not traps, I guess, but kind of gone into kind of like I guess quite intense mindsets with like social media and that, and you go like fucking full on with it. Yeah, and it's like you just find you're on your phone so fucking much, and it's kind of like you know interacting with everybody and fucking posting constantly and constantly putting up stories and fucking mm. you know like hunting and fucking shit like that and yeah it's just like it's it's not healthy man it's really not and it's i've, not, I've taken a real not. step back from social media i've 
I've kind of made a real point of going, I'm going to post every, I don't know, two or three fucking days. Yeah. And just, I'm basically not really look at it. Yeah. Aside from going on there to look at like the fucking football transfers. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like fucking, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a fucking old man, mate. I'm simple. You know, I'm old compared to you. <clears throat> um, hey, you're like six years older than me. Yeah, exactly. And when he told me you were like 16 years older than me, I was like, fucking really? <laughs> uh, I still can't believe you believe that. I can't believe how long I managed to keep that going. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, I can believe You were like, why is this 40-odd-year-old man speaking to me? <laughs> what does he want? <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was just... I just thought you thought I was cool, you know. Like. You're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, um, where would I be without you? I fucking don't know. <laughs> Down there. <laughs> uh, fucking working in Primark or something. Oh, no, like, I, oh, man, I, I, fucking, I wouldn't be in Primark, would I? You imagine me working in Primark? I'd be like, fucking how's this? <laughs> oh, mate, no. Funny little story, like, I was, um, you heard of the TV show Dressed and Press? Yeah. I was, like, asked to go on that a few times, and I was just like, know. no, it's... It was just, like obviously it, like, see yeah. th- these are the stories we want on air. These are the fucking <laughs> stories. <laughs> Mate, it was like literally it was just like the influencer days. Like I got like I got asked to go on TV so many times and just turned it down because I was like, like just imagine me, right? You know me personally. You imagine me being dressed for <laughs> the press, right? Like exactly, mate. Right? Oh, the girl's Jesus. name was. Like, Gemma Gold or something, I can't quite remember. And she rang me up and she was like, it was so funny because she was asking me like what brands I wear and stuff on the high street. And I was like, I like tattoo inspired stuff. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, have you heard of Bad Monday? And she's like, no. I'm like, all right. You will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you will. Um, But yeah, this was like, uh, this was like two and a half, three years ago to put a bit of context that, and yeah, and it was just sort of like I imagined myself being like, right. So if I've got a like, I've never, I didn't watch like TV, but like I watched a few episodes of Dress to Impress, and I was like, so it's going to be me going into a shop, like, and looking at the cameraman and being like, this is shit, isn't it? Would you wear this? And then just be like, mate, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Like, you pick the other guy. I'm off. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean. Might have made for some funny TV thinking about it, but it, uh, did that did that go anywhere then or not? No, no, no. I, I didn't. Um, Dress to impress was the one that they really pushed for. Um, they asked me to go on with eating with my ex uh, like four times. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And I actually like, um, oh mate, I, I, I'd spoken to an ex like the day before. Um, and they rang me, but well, they, they're like, it was literally just Instagram DMs. They rang me for a, like, rang me for like a, like a quick interview, and they were like, oh, have you got like anybody you want to talk to? I'm like, actually, I, like, I spoke to her last night. Um, I, I messaged her and asked her, and she's like, yeah, I hate you, go away. 
So I was like, ah, oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that would have been a fucking good episode, that. I, I mean, literally. They could have just... to come on and it's literally just, you know, uh, telling you how much he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been something like that, to be honest. <laughs> hell. Um, why, why have we never spoken about this? I guess it's just never come up. I mean, I, I mean, it was like... Um, like when I said to you the other day about Davina, uh, Davina McCall in my kitchen, like showing her oh, yeah. showing that ooze. That oh, was yeah. a bit of a weird one. I still don't yeah. believe you. I got that that, that child looks I nothing like you. Once we get once we're off the end of this, I'm not prepared. So for, for the context of the viewers uh, or listeners, um, Ruben claims that um, he spoke to Davina McCall in his own kitchen. No, she yeah, she was in my kitchen. She was in my kitchen. Um, she was in my mum's kitchen, in fact. Um, and All right, so this is where the lies start. She's in your promise, kitchen. I, right, fuck this. We're gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> right, we're gonna keep talking. And I'm gonna get it up. I literally have it on my phone. No, right, Ruben, don't get it up. Um, we'll talk after. And 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 I want you to She's put a, a little disclaimer. Family friendly podcast. Please don't get it up. You got to put a little disclaimer into this into this part and being like, "I've been proven wrong. Shame on me." Davina McCall's in his kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I still don't believe you. That that fourteen-year-old child looks nothing like you. Straight up, she. Um, I'd fallen asleep. We were on Long Lost Family. Um, they wanted me for filming. Um, and I'd come home from work early. I'd fallen asleep. I'd come. To, I'd woken up, like gone downstairs, and it was just Davina McCall, like at the bottom of my stairs. Like the weirdest thing ever. The What's weirdest. She like? Huh? What's she like? She was all right. Like it was a very small interaction. I literally woke up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for a cigarette. Bye. Um. So what she did was, like, she was chatting to my mum about my tattoos. And your mum was just like, I hate him. <laughs> no, no, it used to be like that. Take him away. <laughs> it used to be like that until, mate, I beat my mum down that much. She's got a tattoo on her ankle from my tattoo artist. Brilliant. But I, I love beat that. her down that much. Um, I love that. But no, um, yeah, it, it, like, so I come downstairs um, and she was just sort of like in my face, like, hello. And it was like, oh, fucking, you're on the TV, ain't you? Um, <laughs> and then she was, she was like, oh, I was just talking to your mum about your toes. Like, looking me up and down and stuff, again, a few years ago. Um, and she was like, you've got quite a big one on your back, haven't you? I was like, oh, yeah. And I sort of turned around and she was like, oh, oh is it? C- can I have a look? I'm like, mate, pull my T-shirt up, it's fine. And she was like, oh, are you sure? I'm, I'm, I'm going to touch you. I'm about to touch you. I was like, just pull my shirt, just pull my shirt up. So she looked at my back, and if you don't know where Davina McCall's hidden tattoo is, just Google it. And I fucking promise you on my life in Wilson, on Twisted Wire and everything, she got her tattoo out of my kitchen. Where is it? In in this general area. (laughs) This is on my life, Darcy. This This is mate to mate now, okay? She started pulling her trousers down, and I would take any fucking lie detector on this. She started pulling her trousers down, and she was like, have you seen my tattoo? I was like, 
no, I don't really know who you are, to be honest. And she was like, she started pulling her uh, her trousers down and... You, she, you were just like, you know, you're just some middle-aged woman getting undressed in my kitchen. Literally, it was a bit like, who does she belong to? <laughs> Brilliant. Fuck it up. The film crew, they're like, come on, Davina, leave the poor boy alone. This way. <laughs> But yeah, that was that, that was a bit of a weird. Yeah, it was quite funny actually. Another thing that happened um, was my mum went on uh, like Good Morning Britain to talk about it while we're on this subject, and it was when Jeremy Carl was on there, if he's still on there, and he was like, "You're on." He was like, "You're on Long Lost Family, aren't you?" My mum was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "It's much better than the shit I put out." Really? So. <laughs> Jeremy Carl. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Absolute yeah. piece of shit. Jeremy Carl is a piece of shit. Welcome to the Brand Social Podcast. Where we yeah. Get on Jeremy <laughs> Carl. We've, we've, about we've gotten very deep very quickly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like push him back out of it a little bit, mate. Can't catch me. I'm a whiphead. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Are they going to shoot me? Too late, I've already done it. <laughs> you were practicing that, haven't you? Oh god. Halloween this year. I've got I've got the same hair as Louis Spence. But mate, Halloween this year, please. I've just gotta get some really high tight trousers, button down my shirt, and just talk with a list. Fest festival of the dead. <laughs> Oh, he's a character in all of it. He's funny. Jesus he's Christ. Funny. You're so good at that impression. Yeah, that's what I'm doing for <laughs> Halloween. Uh-huh. That's what I'm doing for Halloween. Yeah, mate, you have to. I'm not I'm not taking no, but I'll fucking, I'll do something. You'll go, mate, we're going to Louis Spence. We're going to go Festival of the Dead together. You're gonna go You'll do Louis. something. Yeah, I don't know. I was sort of thinking like... I'd, I'll with, stop with myself. Me, with me dressed I'm, as Louis Spence. See, just, yeah, I'm just, dig, I'm just digging, so I'm going to stop there. So anyway, mate, Rebirth. Was, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm actually, I've, I've got the question list from our, uh, from our last, I say our last podcast guest, podcast guest. Um, that we uh, had to reschedule. Okay. Uh, I've got it sitting in front of me and I've kind of just been looking over and I'm like, is there anything that's relevant to Woburn? So just on wire then, Twisted Wire, I think we, we have spoken about it a little bit before, but where do you want the brand to go? Is it kind of you want to go heavy on the like the e-com side, the yeah. e-commerce side? Do you want to go for a physical store? Do you want to push for pop-ups? Do you want to do I don't know, fucking festivals? <clears throat> Whatever. I mean, what, what's what's kind of your because I mean I think we'd all like to do a little bit of it either of those. Mm. But what is your main focus and what are you mainly pushing towards? So I guess my get uh, my main objective of the brand is to be um, 
have my own physical location, but not in the sense of a shop, in the in the sense of a unit, like print studio. Um, like this, but just bigger. Um, I mean, at the moment, I've got my little four-colour, one-station press, but I mean, I want everything upgraded. Like, so what you I want to do, basically... You want to you be me? Yeah. With hair? You want to be me with hair and face tattoo? <laughs> uh, I mean, sort of, a little bit. Oh, but you say, yeah, well, you like me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the end goal, um, not even the end goal, I mean, my, my sort of, um, my... I guess sort of bucket list for the next five years um, be to have people working underneath me. Um, I've already got plans for my nephew coming to work with me. Um, like, 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 like a dictator? No. No. <laughs> no, people working underneath you. No, I just mean like I've, I've got, I have a vision of wire and you know it's it, it's me working with a few close people that i know um so me well i mean yeah you're gonna be that <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna be there mate like you need to come and bless everything for me before i open like, i need darcy to come and bless everything you already you already look half like the pope like, sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle some wee wee on it. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, um, you'd be like salt bay, you'd be like ink bay, you get some ink and just <laughs> flick some ink everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Dirty, dirty up your brand new studio. I, it's going to happen. And that, mate, yeah. I mean, this, the, the studio is literally going to be like, I've got, I've got envisions of, like a Riley Hopkins, like six color four station, like a little fucking two or three foot mini ramp in the back. Um, the, you know, just just a fucking cool studio, you know. Like I'm not aim, you know, I'm not aiming for just oh, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a brand because it's oh, like you know, I want to make money or it's cool or you know, it's just it's fucking ingrained in me now. You know, and there's no way, there's nowhere to go but up. So, um, in terms of um, like aspirations and stuff for the brand, um, I mean, I want to, um, I want to, I want my own unit. I want a few people working at me with a unit. I want to upscale quite a lot, like quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy with it being. That's not the right word. I'm not content with it being. So yeah, I mean, I want, um, I, I want to upscale the brand as much as I possibly can, and, and yeah, like I, you know, I want to, I want to build it up. I know it's got the potential to be more than it is, um, and I've got every faith that it's that I've got the ability to bring it up to where it to where I think it should be. So if you started the brand when you were in your Instagram heyday, yeah, would you have done anything like differently? I, you know, it's obviously you're, you're printing everything yourself now with Twisted Choir and stuff. Yeah. You're 
I guess trying to grow the brand obviously with ads but organically as well yeah like when when you were in that kind of <clears throat> the depths of popularity I guess on Instagram if you'd start on the brand then I guess what what, what would you have done differently um I would have I would have been able to um I would have been able to upscale a lot faster you still taught yourself to print um, you see i've had this thought a few times and i don't think because it would have i been think able- the, the the easy option is to get it outsourced obviously isn't it yeah and my kind of that th- th- this question does have a point okay and it's kind of if you hadn't I was going to say fallen from grace, but you haven't fallen from grace because you've still got a very sizable social media following. Mm. But if you hadn't kind of, I guess, dropped down in the rankings of popularity, in quotation marks. Taking the break. Yeah. Would you have done it the way that you have done now? Um, And I, I, I personally, I don't think you would have. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think I would have been able to. Um, because, I mean, I mean, mate, to be completely honest with you, when I first started the brand, I had no idea what I was doing. Nobody fucking um, does, mate. No, I know nobody does, but I... What I can look back and say now is that I launched a bit prematurely. Um, I mean, it was like on... Hey? That's what she said. Um, so I mean like on my first week of launching um, end of podcast (laughs) done Good night, Darcy (laughs) I've just broken Ruben (laughs) oh mate like fucking the the last year broke me like I'm just like two marbles rolling around on a fucking tin can now oh don't (laughs) go on about your mopey fucking story Yeah, I mean, mate, like, I launched the branding stuff and I didn't even have to set the print art properly. Um, I've got no shame admitting that. Um, like, the first week of orders were that got stacked up very quickly um, because I was trying to print a five-colour design with a four-colour press. Um, yeah, and I, like, I saw one YouTube video how to do it and I was like, it's fine, I can do it, I'll do it. And... If you haven't already tried it, I'm sure you know how that went. Um, there's lots of swearing involved, lots of what the fuck have I done? Um, what the it, fuck have I done? <laughs> <laughs> right, no, we've all, we've all had it with printing, mate. Fucking exactly. We're, we're, exactly. When I was was I, when I was in our first space, which was the garage I converted, yeah, to be our print studio. Um, there were many a times that I literally threw screens out into the garden, just launched them out the fucking door. Pulled them out and of the Nick's, Nick's would be in the kitchen cooking dinner or something. She'd come in and go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Nick's is cooking you just, and you just see like... <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking aluminium f- frame fly across the garden. I had yeah, a, literally, mate. I had, so, a good one. I, I had a good one. I was setting up the press... Um, and I had a Stanley blade in my hand. I can't remember. You what... didn't stab the screen. 
Right, I think I was I think I was literally just cutting the, the spray tack off the palette. And it was literally, mate, like, oh my god, like just holding it in, it was the slightest little and it had gone through it, and obviously it's tight mesh, it fucking opened up. And I was just like, fucking, you know, and just literally grabbed it like a half the machine fucking come with me, like ripped it out of the press, threw it out, and then um See, I didn't know that you could get screens rematched. Um, so, <laughs> in the bin, in the bin with you, the bin moment, like, what the fuck is this thing? Did did, did you at least recycle it? Um, I just put it in the scrap metal bin. To be honest. Oh right, okay, yeah, so it's yeah. going to be recycled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you, did, you didn't put it in like the landfill bin. No, 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 that'd be worth a fucking fortune now because fucking aluminium's so expensive. I got, I got a quote to get some um, like custom screens made up, Mm. um, and they were fucking extortionate. I got a quote from the same people last year, and it's gone up by about forty percent. Fucking hell! Yeah, Jesus. And it's like they're the, they're the guys are used for remeshing. They're brilliant at what they do. And I've got a few um, custom-made frames from them. I mean, they're not mm. custom. They're just frames made by them. Yeah. And they're yeah. really, really fucking good frames. Um, and they offer a really, really good remeshing service. Um, mm. If anybody's interested, they're called um, Screen Machine. Um, for you screen printers out there. Um, screen Machine. Yeah, screen machine. Yeah, really good guys. Offer a great service. Anyway, um, we do, by the way, it's worth mentioning we don't have any sponsors on this podcast. No. <laughs> they're just it's yeah, it's you know, they're they're a small business and it's a little plug. It's it's, it's nice getting giving shout outs, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, to of all course. Our, um three listeners. Um <laughs> you, me, you, you, me and Bab. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's all right. We don't we don't do it for the listens. We do it to to have a chat with awesome people, don't we? But, um, yes, we touched. Yeah, the, 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 the cost of aluminium is fucking insane at the minute. It's yeah. absolutely fucking mental. But I was, I was just going to touch my um, my story with lobbing screens out. Yes, finish your <laughs> the story. The the I think the worst one I had was I was trying to reg a. Uh, I think it was a three color print and I had a press very very similar to yours it was four color one station but mine was an absolute pile of fucking dog shit yeah and I say dog shit because this is a key word in this story Um, (laughs) (laughs) I uh so I I was regging up this design and finally got it all fucking locked in and on the third screen the reg just didn't hold yeah. I got I'd spent like fucking an hour and a half, two hours regging this fucking three-color design. As I said, it was a piece of shit press. Yeah. And I got so angry that I just pulled this screen out of the press and I launched out of it in the garden. Didn't think anything of it. Sat in the, the uh, studio for a little while, calmed down, and then went to get my screen. <laughs> it had landed in a pile of dog shit. Literally my own dog shit. And it had just Your mushed into the own dog shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I had done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my own dog's poo. 
Um, it landed and just fucking mushed it into the screen. Welcome. And it was That's like, it. I was like, even if I managed to close that, I can't, like, I can't print with this. Yep. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't, I can't literally put shit into the ink, put it on garments, <laughs> send it to customers. <laughs> you imagine it, but it was like, like is it the really t-shirt, real? t-shirt design's great, but it really smells of poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit funky. Have you got dogs? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? But oh fucking hell. I was I was I, I was thinking of ways to kind of end this chat. Not because I'm bored of talking to you. Okay. But just kind of like a general way of ending rather than boy, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is our usual um way of saying goodbye. And I thought, what about just ending it on the same way that we end it for other guests? So, do you have any questions for me? Ooh. Ooh. Just one. You're um, only allowed one. What size shoe are you? 11. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I took you for a nine, man. Fuck off. All right, anyway, you, mate. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm going to do a few of the randoms, aren't we? No, I'm, I'm, I want to ask you stuff. So, no, that was your one question. All right, fine. Enjoy, listeners. <laughs> people, people don't want to know about me. I've got no fucking social media presence whatsoever. Nobody fucking cares. Mate, that's and, I, and I couldn't care fun. less. If they've <laughs> got this stuff, it's only yeah, if, if anybody's got this far, they've, they've got nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one person listening to it, like, I waited all week for this. Yeah, and that's Pav. <laughs> and that's Pav. I'm giving him a shout out because I know he listens. Pav, I love you. <laughs> I'm yet love you, Pav. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, any of our former guests and anybody else who listens, we love you also. Um, so anyway, Rubes. Yes. Um, right. What would you go? What would you go? I was literally about to ask you who's your favourite, Darcy or Ruben. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, no, don't answer that. You love yourself, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What is? The worst song ever. Okay, um, it's uh, oh, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what the name is, but it's like you know the one where it's like you only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Oh, uh, what's his name? Fucking, I fucking hate that song. He's from I, he's from Brighton. Me. I know people who know him. <laughs> I hate that song, mate. When I was right, okay. It's, it's the fact that he says that. Oh, it fucking grinds my piss, mate. I want to fucking. Grinds your piss. Twist his head off his shoulder. That's a new saying. Grinds oh, your piss. Is, is there things to grind in your piss? I think that's the thing for a doctor, mate. Go see a GP. Please. Grind my piss. Honestly, anyway, right. moving oh. on, moving on. Oh, um, yeah, go on, because I got... Uh, yeah, I was so... 
aside from Reuben, what's the worst thing you could name a child? I think if you if you have a boy and you decide to call him Darcy, I think you're fucking nuts. <laughs> Such a prick. Um, but, um, if you if you if you were offered the position of prime minister, what changes would you make? Uh, free school milk. Um, uh, milk. Free school milk. That's it. That was the first one. I got my hand up. Well, we got we got free school milk. Um, we get uh, free aircon to to all screen printers because it's fucking hard. Um, we get. Um, we get what else do we get? Um, uh, the the, uh, the national wage of World Hunger will end. We would be prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any pets? Oh, and everyone should get Lego for their birthday. Um, yeah, man. I got Wilson. I got my boy. I got a little Jack Russell, and he is my fucking everything next question please um, <laughs> what game show do you think you could win oh this is oh, I don't watch TV um, I mean like if it was I don't know like if, if it was something bigger like if it was Big Brother I'd probably try and climb out of there um if it was Love Island, that's not a game it. show though. That's a fucking reality show. I mean, game shows yeah. in like fucking Deal or No Deal or oh fuck, you know okay. what I mean? Fucking uh, what was that? What's the one that was on? Um, was it ITV or Channel Four where they like did like like physical tests and they put like blindfolds on? What was that called? Um, the, Cube. the Cube. That was the it. Cube. I know that one. That was yeah. a good one. That I think I'd probably do all right at the Cube, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think I everybody think... goes on it says that. Yeah, I know, but nobody else has got this. I'm the only person in here, and this ticks differently. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your first job? Um, I worked at a chip shop. Fair enough. Yeah, like... chips. Uh, yeah, that's actually how I got the job. To be honest, I just like. Um, I was 14 and I knew a lad that worked in there um, and I used to just sit in the shop and they eventually started giving me free food because I think they felt sorry for me and then I got they asked thought, they just thought you were homeless <laughs> give, yeah, him, I give, give him some scraps but the scraps are the best bit scraps <laughs> scraps um, yeah and then you don't know what scraps it. is yeah isn't it like, like isn't it just like bits of batter and stuff yeah, bits of batter and the, the ends of chips yeah yeah, mint. It's the best fucking bit. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> um, what what sport do you think would be the best to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, pole vault, uh, like fucking pole vaulting, like javelin or something. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone violent. <laughs> Literally, can you imagine that? You just like. Like you see, like you're seeing it, like being filmed from the camera, you, you just see a javelin like scale torch. <laughs> like everyone in the crowd gets like a shield or something. Oh fuck it <laughs> Um <laughs> Would you rather be bald or have spaghetti for hair? Are we talking 
Like what sort of spaghetti? Are we talking like Play-Doh spaghetti that I can just like, you know, you know no, like no, 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 like real, just oh. like, you know, al dente spaghetti. I'd probably bold, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably bold, just fucking cover my head in tattoos. Fair enough. Yeah. Good answer. Um, scrambled <laughs> or fried eggs? I haven't had either in a while, actually. Um, probably, probably scrambled. Probably no, 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 no. Fried. I like, I like, I like, I like a fried egg. Sorry, hang on, hang on. Wait, no. Yeah, scrambled. That, is that the right answer? I mean, it's up to you, mate. Did, did I get that one right? There's no right or wrong answers. <laughs> Just my uh, my judgment is going to change. Um, <laughs> I don't like <laughs> <scrambled> <laughs> My opinion of you is going to change depending on your answers. <laughs> uh, oh, no, all right, all right. Last, last, last one of the randoms then. Um, and it's it's one we asked Jamie. <laughs> I love this question. Okay. Um, if you had to replace your hands with something other than hands, what would you choose? Uh, I mean, I suppose what I should say is a squeegee and all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I literally just like. <laughs> um, I think. What would I rather have? I don't know. What would I rather have? So I think I'd rather have is a substitute for hands. I don't know. Just fucking. Yeah. (laughs) Beat yourself constantly. They'd they'd be like the under four rat. (laughs) Yeah, I love. um, I love. I love like a fucking twelve inch in one hand, so I can just like smack people in the face. Um, Twelve the twelve gauge. Yeah, a 12 gauge in one arm and a fucking dildo for the other. <laughs> you could have like a like a 12 gauge dildo shooter. Like just a, like a nerf gun full of like tiny dildos, basically. Can you imagine them firing out in like in slow motion as well. You imagine like famous movies reimagined with like like famous like shooting movies, but reimagined with like nerf guns with dildo bullets. You imagine like wanted with like James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie like bending dildos around corners. <laughs> I just imagine fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and at the end of uh, Terminator 2, you know, we're like bust up with that. <laughs> Just comes out with a giant. <laughs> it's like, like, like Mio Mio in Matrix, just like dodging dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, fucking hell. Uh, this conversation has gone a bit weird, mate. Um, oh, yeah, right, I'm, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask a serious one now. Serious face. If you could meet any historical or famous figure in history, who would it be and why? 
Um, Don't be like, oh, I want, I want to be friends with Pablo Escobar. Oh. I was actually going to say Gandhi because that guy knew what he was fucking talking about. Yeah. Like, that guy knew his shit. He was like, just like ground level human being. Like, he knew what he was talking about. I love that. I love that. I feel like he'd be able Fair to. I feel like you'd be able to really like, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you were to ever meet Gandhi, it would be the sort of thing where he'd be like floating, like he'd be floating and then you'd meet him and just be like, like in his aura. Like, I love it. That's what it's not the answer. Thinking. That's not quite the answer you're expecting, Darcy, is it? No, I was expecting something a lot more fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh yeah, can't anyway. do. Last last one from me then. Um if you had to take one <clears> item <throat> with you to a desert island, one item, this isn't a kit. One item to a desert island, what is it? What are you taking? Aside from your dildo. Well no, that's uh, sorry, aside aside from your dildo nerf gun. Uh what would I take to a desert island? Can I take you? No, I'm not an no. item. Don't objectify me. You <laughs> I am not an object. Um, Aside from your dildo shooter and a downcast t-shirt. Um, well, I mean, I'd need a downcast t-shirt and wipe my ass. I haven't got any twisted live ones to wipe my ass with. Oh, mate, I, I know, I know, I know. I will, I will kick you out, and I do fully expect you to just open it, like, send me a video, just open it and go, nah. <laughs> yeah, just, just fucking throwing it out in the garden with the dog shit. <laughs> just being like, thanks, mate, I needed some new testers. I'm fucking Need playing. Needed some new dog shit bags. <laughs> um, I think if I was... If I, if I knew... Right, so... Do I know that I'm going to a desert island or is it like lost where I get blown out of the sky? Uh, I think it's like lost where you get blown out of the sky, but you can keep one item. Okay. Um, is it one item that I own or is it an item that I'm allowed to fabricate? No, it's one your own. Oh, all right. Um, I, I mean, like, to be honest with you, I'd probably do all right if I, like, if I took my laser pointer. Because, you know, then I could blow another fucking plane out of the sky. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I mean, uh, it probably, right, so I'd probably, I'd have to take, it'd have to be my phone, then I could listen to the Brand Social podcast when I got bored. I mean, so I'd carry on doing it, even if you weren't here, so. But I know, I know, I know that I mean absolutely fuck all to you. <laughs> <laughs> Rube's not here, carry on. <laughs> oh fucking hell it's like i'm talking to myself on this pod i know i I'm, I'm probably yeah i think to be honest mate i'd probably go with a, a can of monster because like just just yeah. one like well i'm only allowed one aren't i like if i was allowed 50 i'd take 50 like and then i'd take a whole fucking plethora 50 that's only gonna last you like fucking three days Actually, do you know what? You're not even far off for that, which is really, really <laughs> fucking bad. That's yeah, that's worrying, mate. I'll, I'll wake up one morning, I'll be green. My eyes will be fucking yellow. I'll be like, my gosh! Be like, mate, why are you white? <laughs> is your is your liver failing? 
Why are your eyes yellow? <laughs> oh, um, all right then. So last questions. So if you if you weren't doing what you do now, what do you think you'd be doing? Um, I think I'd probably still be. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably still be uh, in the construction trade. To be honest with you, it's a really really boring answer, but it's it's true. Um, just because. <laughs> Um, it's a real world answer, mate. It's, you know. I know, I mean, and i got to say that because, um, you know, like, obviously, roofing, I used to work with my dad, um, and I've got, I got a really, really fucking good relationship with him. Um, so, it's, yeah, I, I guess I guess if I wasn't doing this, then I'd be pursuing that properly, but I am doing this, so, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> By dad, you mean me? Because you no, I, I no, I said dad, not daddy. find you oh can we not talk so about in terms of both your no no in terms of like you you know your personal and the, i mean everybody knows where to fucking find to survive because this is what the pod is not about but we're where the fucking host it's downcast and twist the wire where begin where can people find you <clears throat> where can they find new depicts of you uh, so I slithery people can slide into your dms I don't want people to find me personally because I've got a quick little story that I'll tell. Um, I mean, I can, I can read out your address. I, I, I really... 40... Don't... <laughs> <laughs> the, the postcode begins with GL. Uh, GL is... <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have got right. Let's pause because I actually got a funny story to tell. Um, you have so, a funny story. I have actually got a creepy story to tell very quickly. A creepy story. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a funny. It, funny, creepy. You'll laugh, but it's creepy. All right. So when my name used to be Delta <laughs> on Instagram, um, before I changed it to Tattoo Rube, like there was no. Um, like the only thing that I had out on the internet which resembled any, you know, which I took as a name was Dead Touch. There was no, I mean, like obviously through the brand people are gonna know my name. Um it's rude. <laughs> but I mean when my name was predominantly just Dead Touch, um I didn't want um you know, I kept it as that Mr. 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 Dead. Mr. Touch. Mr. Mr. Touch. Miss, don't call me Mr. Touch. My first name's Bad. <laughs> um, so, so um, when I was um, when I was like predominantly like in, uh, influencing and stuff, I used to talk to um, through through like the peak of it. I would talk to probably anywhere between 100 to 200 people a day it was fucking chaotic slag oh, i know mate i know and we only talked a little bit so <laughs> just a tip <laughs> anyway there was this girl right 
you know, this was before I stopped answering like my DMs and stuff because I used to get messages off of all sorts, all sorts of people, but literally anybody, anybody and everybody. Um, and one day, this uh, this Polish girl had messaged me, um, and it was we had a bit of a struggled conversation. It was like she was misspelling Polish, putting that into Google Translate, and then sending me that. Um, so I, you know, what I mean, it was sort of like. It, in like one paragraph she'd begin talking about how her day was and then it would just fucking go into so many other things it was just sort of like okay so we spoke once and it got super creepy super fast so we spoke once um she had um she had twenty thousand followers and she was only following me um her account was in private i did yeah 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 like met up and so i wasn't following her um but obviously like, I used to do like a live stream every day and sit and talk to people for like an hour and a half, two hours. And just, you know, that's how I used to connect people. Um, so I had, I guess, quite a few people that was quite heavily, I don't know, like quite interested in my life. Um, you know, whenever I'd like post a photo, they, and anyway, this, you know, doing live streams and stuff, there was a few people that was, 10 to 15 people that would come back every day and I'd talk to every day on that. Um, friends. Friends, yeah. Yeah. Um, and anyway, there was this one girl and she messaged me and she was like, oh, do you know who this, do you know who this Katie person is? I'm like, no, why? And she's like, she started sending me screenshots of this, of this girl's story and she was putting photos of me and Wilson and my, my dog, putting photos of, of me and him and, and her story being like, does anybody know this guy? Like, he took my dog to work this morning and he's not answering his phone. I don't know where he is and oh. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she was being like, oh, we live together. We're getting married. You know, like, I don't know where he is. Can anybody tell me where he is? Um, and then, so this, this had happened, I think, about six weeks after she first messaged me. And in the time, like, we'd had, we'd had that first initial conversation where it was, like, it was quite hard to understand the English barrier. So it was sort of like, I'll reply as and when sort of thing. Um, and she said that, you know, she'd never, ever been to this country before. She'd always dreamt of going to London and stuff. Um, and then eventually she, I, I must have said something about Bristol on a live stream. Well, Bristol's about 45 minutes away. Um, she travelled over to Bristol and she actually came to this country Um and she was, I, and I know this because she was posting photos in a story and like, I literally had like spies like that were screenshotting all and sending it to me. And they're being like, oh, like, and she was literally being like, I'm about to meet this guy soon. I'm really excited. We're going to shoot for these brands and stuff. Um, and then eventually I did a live stream um, and she commented on that being like, if you're not busy next weekend, do you want to take Wilson and go for a walk in Pitfall Park? Oh, Pitfall Park's 10 minutes from my house. Um, yeah. yeah 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 and I, I literally like i i got the screenshot of me just a screenshot of me being like and just ended the live stream like i was like shit what do i do um what do i do she clearly my biggest gripe was if she finds out what my name is then she's gonna know where i live because like i said earlier modern um not modern family fucking uh long lost family and stuff videos of the house the address everything um and I think she found that. Um, and yeah, and I had to put out like a message to be like, because I mean, I had people like, 
um, I had the odd occasion where somebody would recognise me in the street and ask for a selfie and stuff. And I'm not going to lie, I fucking used to love that. I was like, this is so cool. Um, and I had to put out a message and be like, I love it when people do this, but if you're actually going to the extremes of coming to another fucking country, tracking me down, like, through, I don't know how you've done it, don't stay away from me. Don't come near me. Stay away from my house. Stay away, like, you know, and, and yeah. Um, yeah, she actually came over from Poland. She was in, I think she actually came to Cheltenham as well, um, which was yes. fucking scary. Yeah, very scary. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was this close from calling the police and just being like, bit of a weird one, but I've got, I think I've got a stalker. Um, but yeah, and then like a few months had gone past and I get the odd message from a random account that would turn out to be her. Um, it turns out she had like 30 Instagram accounts and she'd like message me on all of them, pretending to be different people. Um, yeah, it was, it was messed up, man. Really messed up. So to end the pod on a really, really light note, I got heavily stalked once, so I don't want people to know where I live. <laughs> anyway, Ruben's address is 43. Evergreen Terrace. Um. <laughs> it's fed up. You. <laughs> thing is, I know yours, but I don't know. I don't know off by heart. Well, the thing is, I've sent you enough shit that I know your address pretty much off by heart. I know. What is it? I can read it out. What? What is it? You actually want me to? Because I'm not going to edit this out. It's. Uh, yeah, don't say it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right. I mean, like, I should like oh, buy a T-shirt from me. Are you going to know the address? That's the yeah, pro tip. If anybody wants to know my address, buy a twisted white t shirt and we'll find out. Yeah. Turn up late at night. Take <laughs> sleeping. Oh mate, like nah, no, my boy no, might he be... won't be fucking sleeping. Turn up turn up at like a reasonable time in the morning and he'd be fast asleep. Fuck off. I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm up. You know me, I'm up. Right. Uh, I think we should end it there, mate. But um, you. yeah, it's been awesome to chat, man. And I'm glad kind you of, know. yeah, it's no, it's it's just something a bit different, isn't it? I know obviously yeah, probably going that long, but it's it's something we've had on the cards for a little while, and yeah. I think we anticipated doing it a lot later. Hmm. But I thought it'd be a good idea to do it now because of you know. Recency bias, I guess. Mm. Um, and yeah, you're only relevant for so long. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, love you. Love you too, mate. Have a good one. Oh, mate. That's our fuck off. Bye bye. <laughs>